Hi everyone, welcome back to the Josh Tadlock Podcast. Appreciate you being here today on, uh, let's see, Wednesday 6th, 2021. I uh, I don't know if you were here for my last episode, but I, I mentioned that um, there was a video that you should see. That video was... Uh, you know what, I'm, I'm spacing it right now, but the, the point is, is I, I did mention that, um, that I always look at the date, it's one of the first things that I do for whatever material that I'm researching or looking at. It's important to me that I'm getting up to date stuff, because I want to be current, I want to be up to date. I don't want to talk, I mean, things are moving so rapidly in our world today, that, you know, what's happening this week, by next week, will probably not be being talked about. And so what I'm wanting to do right now in this episode is just address some things that, you know what, the the nature of my podcast so far has been that I just have been developing it as things approach me. As my life develops and changes, I'm trying to basically narrate portions of that. Well, I believe now, for the second time, if I remember correctly, I've I've watched The Social Dilemma. I did that today. I'm actually watching it currently right now. I, I went ahead and hit pause on it, just like I did on the last episode, on the last video I was watching. Oh yeah, which the episode on that one was called uh, Lou, the, uh, Lou Elizondo Interview. Pretty basic name, but anyway, or title. But um, So I'm, I'm going for, uh, you know, I, I, on that video, I, halfway through it, I had to hit pause and do a podcast. Because it's just, it sparked, you know, it was spawning enough things to me. Lou Elizondo is the head of the ATIP program, which is the guy who um, is now retired, got out of government, and is, is actively, uh, weekly, I think, or possibly daily, um, you know, using tools like social media and different things to get his message out there, which is what? It is that, well, the U.S. government's looking at UFOs. We, we got the footage. We got a bunch of footage. And we can't show it all to you right just yet. I mean, that's one of the key points to me that he's saying. But anyway. Now today I watched The Social Dilemma. Okay, this is a... If you haven't seen the film, it's a Netflix special called The Social Dilemma. Then you need to do it. Because the thing is, is that, you know, right or wrong, or whatever your opinions might be about the film, most people at this point have seen it. Especially people that are interested in being up-to-date or current. I mean, are, you know, are you? I mean, chances are you'd say, yeah. You know, and, uh, okay, so, uh, the social dilemma. Well, again, I say, I, if I remember right, this is the second time I've watched it. Now, the reason I say that is because I, as I'm watching this, uh, today here, I'm seeing that, you know, it's, it's kicking deja vu, and I'm like, wait, I, I've, I've seen this before. I think maybe what's possible is that, like, I saw snippets of it off of YouTube, and then I'm recalling those. Okay, but anyway, now I kind of think I've actually seen this, but I, and I don't know uh, when did it come out. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, I don't even have it. Well, as I was watching on my phone. I don't have pulled it up right now, but because I do this podcast on my phone. But um, let's see. Uh, so social dilemma. It's just it's. You know, it's about YouTube, Facebook, it's about our cell phones, it's about our smartphones, it's about the internet, it's about AI, it's about you, it's about you, and it's about companies, and it's about 
uh, social unrest. Okay, it's about addiction. Check this out. See, now this is why I was thinking that maybe I haven't seen this before because I'm the type that when I see a state, you know, like a quote on a screen in word format, sentence format, I, I mean, I kind of log that in usually. Somehow I missed this one uh, on the first run if I indeed did watch it once before. Um, it said, <clears throat> okay, one is any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, and Arthur C. Clarke said that. Uh, but the one that I'm wanting to recall here, and I'm failing to do, hang on, is, uh, dang it, this is my whole point hangs on this, I can't uh, forget, I'm sorry, hang on, uh, you know, this, <laughs> my brother, he, he makes a living off of YouTube and Facebook, he, he's living off the income, he's got his, he's got a show, uh, and he, he gets on me about, you know, I don't, I clearly don't do my episodes very prepared, and I, I uh, you know, he's got a good point, he's like, I've worked all this hard work, and you're just spinning something, you know, like, look, I'm not spinning anything, I, I've, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go into the defense of my podcast right now, but, um, so, okay, the quote that I'm wanting to get you, damn it, you know what, I'm just going to have to make you wait slightly, I really, you know what, hey, my brother's right, I'm going to have to get me a notepad, but just give me one, give me one second here, um, okay, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to move on, because I, I, I'm going to, I'll come back to this, I'll remember it, there is a quote here that is critical to my point, but I think I can recover and move on, um, so what I'm trying to get at is that, uh, I do apologize about that. I will get this thing better. Okay, I think I'm doing it like right now. But anyway, I you know I've I've set it as an original original goal of mine or par I guess to like be able to freestyle. I don't want to have to rely on my previous writings to be able to do a thing. I want it to just jump in here like a freestyle rapper might. But it's that's a long story. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> the social dilemma. Well, we're in one. Um, that's obvious, right? Does anybody not feel that? I said this is my last episode. I think I would be hard-pressed right now to find anyone because my neighbor in the previous episode of that, which was my first guest on the show, I stopped by his house randomly. He, I told him, I announced, hey, I'm doing a podcast right now. You're being recorded. He was like, oh, okay. Turned into an episode. And he said there... We somehow got to the uh, to the agreement that yeah, it seems like something is coming. Like it's just things are coming to a head. Things are like there's a boiling point that it kind of feels like we're in. And then what that might turn to, you know, is it's like things are just it's you know and and there's this sense out there. Okay, now I hit play on the social dilemma today. That's like the first thing that's said in the film by like top tech executives. These are the guys that made your phone, that made all the algorithms in them, that made all of the, you know, made this app that I'm recording on, 
that I'm going to hit send to that's going to touch a bunch of other apps, a bunch of other platforms, and those are going to touch other ones. And I'm going to spread this podcast out to thousands of people. You know, and my hope is to make it millions so that I can get money, you know. Because if I'm getting millions of viewers, then, you know, like people like Johnson & Johnson might want to pay me to like throw a little Johnson, a little Vaseline on my site so that you'll go out and buy it. I mean, it's simple, Matt. It's easy to understand what's happening, kind of. But it gets complicated when you bring in things like artificial intelligence, which is one of my central... You know, I kind of feel like in a way without artificial intelligence, I wouldn't have a show. I wouldn't have this podcast. Because one, I wouldn't be recording it on my phone. I wouldn't have a phone, okay? I also wouldn't... Well, I mean, phones existed, We, you know, <laughs> you know, arguably prior to artificial intelligence, but anyway. Um, currently, you know, definitely need it. It's, AI is on my phone. It's connected to... It's not like there's AI in my phone. My phone is part of an AI network that is across the globe. This is real, and it's current, and it's today. The purpose of the film, The Social Dilemma, is to announce all this. To let people know. Because you know why? The companies aren't. You know, they got the fine print that you accept on every little Google agreement, which gets updated like once a month or whatever, right? And you have to accept or whatever, once six, every six months. Well, no. Every update, right? You got to do a new... Yeah, I agree. Well, did you did you read all the... <clears throat> of course you didn't. Neither did I. Nobody does. We all know this. Um, but the thing that makes it... So it was simple what kind of is going on. But it begins to get extremely complex. In fact, unreachably complex to find answer to in this way. It's connected to artificial intelligence systems that are not understood. You gotta understand that there's alg- algorithms, program. Basically, think of like a, a cog in a, you know, a, a machine. And certain programs have certain cogs, and they do certain actions, and they make certain things happen. If you want to make it easy, you could think of the notifications you get on your phone. Those are run by algorithms. They determine when to send them to you, how to send them to you, what color they look like, how often, why, all these things. Look, I mean, honestly. Just shut my show down, just hit stop, and go watch The Social Dilemma right now. Because I, I don't, you know... Anyway, I'm just going to, I'm going to, like everything, I'm going to synthesize my experience and put it into this podcast and send it out. So that's what's happening. But you could probably get a little bit more quicker to the point, more impressive, more attention-capturing information by just hitting stop and going and uh, watching The Social Dilemma. But the thing is, how am I going to have a podcast if I keep recommending this all the time, right? And the companies that are on your phone, they're under the same situation. They are not, they have no interest in coming and telling you that your behavior, your moods, your time, your attention, who you are, is being manipulated for not your gain, but their gain. And, and what kind of gain? Well, money. Money. Monet, you know, money. Like we, it's pretty black and white, right? So that's all understandable what's going on there. They don't have an interest in coming and telling you. So, you know, Netflix has to put, a, put together a bunch of the people that are in the tech world that are building these 
devices for us and these algorithms and these AIs and is supporting all these companies and advertisers and getting all this money, they're the most successful companies in human history, these, these people. And they had to gather them up into a room somewhere, you know, and uh, hit record. Because the companies themselves, they have no interest in coming out and telling you, hey, you know, we're, we're figuring out our algorithms. The supercomputers are figuring out how to manipulate you, your thoughts, your moods, your behaviors. Why? Well, because Johnson and Johnson's paying us to. Along, I'm sorry, I don't mean to, you know, like, shit on Johnson. It's every company. I mean, you, if you want, why don't you say White House? Um, how about let's say North Korea? Like, whoever's the highest bidder, you know. We know how money works, right? These things are simple enough. But here's where I actually have a, a point that is beyond, I think, well, I don't know, we'll see. But uh, maybe what the social dilemma is trying to say. No, because it, it, it addresses it. But I want to focus on this. I want you to, I want to understand this better. I certainly want everyone else around us to understand, around me, to understand this. It becomes impossibly difficult to ascertain what is actually going on by any one person in the human race when you reach up to a certain level of things that's right here, I'll explain it. Artificial intelligence. These algorithms, they are designed by, well, guess what? People. Here's the problem. People have designed algorithms to start building algorithms. So the algorithms themselves, it's called machine learning, are learning based on what? Your interaction with your phone, with whatever, with whatever technological device you're using. They are analyzing every single possible piece of it. Most people don't know that. Well, I think that that's starting to become more well-known, but people do not understand. It is every single thing. It's every button you hit. Every site you look at, every how long you look at each thing, this is all discussed in the social dilemma. And this is, you know, this is Netflix, this is public, this is not conspiracy, this is not hidden, this is out in the public arena for everyone to look at. Okay? So I suggest go look at it. Because why? You, well, you, you're spending, tell me you're not spending time on your phone. I know I am. Doing it right now. Okay, so anyway. Uh... So the thing is that these algorithms are being made by algorithms, okay? And guess the makers of these algorithms? They're guys that programmed Vegas. They're guys that programmed the slot machines to be more addictive to keep the gamblers coming back. And tell me that your phone didn't go ding, 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 ding at some point for you today. And you're like, hey, look at that, I win. You don't even know what you won yet, right? Oh, it was a tweet. It was a, somebody said hi. Oh, somebody said I was good looking. Somebody said I was ugly. You're like, you don't even know yet. You're happy. You're like, woo, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> so that's what's going on. And the guys that make this stuff obviously know that. Okay. Now, fortunately, enough, there was, you know, a few of them here have, have uh, had enough of a moral conscious uh, compass to be able to be like, you know, I, I need, I need to, since there's no interest in the companies to tell everybody this, I guess it's on me. And then they go out, and, they, and so they've been doing this. 
and the, and the, the movie The Social Dilemma, the film, is a, is probably one of the the most known at this point and the most legitimate uh, out there and most compact and what do you want to say like a nice little package called the you know the social dilemma so you can go watch that and see what the hell i'm talking about if you don't already know i imagine that you already have concluded some of these things in unworded ways unverbalized ways uh undefined ways in your mind i bet that many things that i've said so far in this episode you're like ding 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 up in your head you don't need your phone for that. Your head's doing it. It's like ding, ding, ding. So, anyway, all right. So, uh, here's the problem. I, well, not, well, you know, where you want to... Uh, one of the interesting things about the beginning of the film is uh, they say, you know, what's what's the problem? And, like, these people couldn't answer it. That, that make this stuff, and now I want to warn everyone. It's because it's not just one thing. This is, like, this is Hydra, baby. This is a lot. It's not like, oh, well, it's because you like your search bar. It's no, it's a little, it's, I mean, yeah, but it's more than that, too. So it's really hard to just be like, you know, well, you got to stop doing this. You know, it's not like that. This is like, oh, yeah, no. I don't think that we even know where, I don't, I don't, I don't think that we know even where to approach this thing yet. And what's wild is that this thing is now, it's like a self-created thing. And I, I, I haven't gotten to my point just yet here. I'm trying to of, you know, where does it become undefinable? Where does it become unreachable to understand? Because, okay, and I want to, I want to, okay, I heard a uh, interesting thing a while back here. I believe it was on the Lex Friedman podcast. He had a guest on there that was a computer designer. And he described something. He said, you know, if aliens were to just arrive today and analyze us, they would notice something. They would say, well, interesting. These humans, they, they've made these very complex systems that not a single one of them on the planet understand. And that they are shaping them. That would be the thing the aliens would notice. They'd be like, I mean, it would be at least one of the you know, first big footnote on uh, details of the human race. would be like, well, interesting. They, uh, they built anthills. And, you know, I, I realize that this is probably a lot like ants. I mean, can you, add, can you say that, like, an ant knows what an anthill is? They pro- I mean, they live there, right? So they, they know where it is, probably. Do a single one of them, even maybe the queen know what the fuck the hill is maybe not i mean this is you know you go into biology and you know try to i don't really have these answers but but i i can see that that might be quite notable to an alien it's notable to me and i i don't uh no i I don't understand how a single thing works the way that i mean you know and it's totality the way that it was described was um Uh, Twitter was an example that was used so that, you know that there's not one employee not even the the CEO nobody that fully understands what's going on with Twitter they don't and now this is what I want to point out is that that's on a number of levels that it's not understood 
okay it's not only not understood because it's technically impossible for a person to it's probably too much information how could you predict what a tweet's gonna do i mean you can't right i mean you could you can throw some you know darts at the board but really where is the bullseye like what is it like and yeah it's it's be very hard for anyone at twitter to be like well this is what's going to happen with this thing it's that's not going to happen i mean it, but that kind of negates the point right they have algorithms that do make prediction like they their 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 whole goal is to influence you to capture your attention to influence your behavior to buy make you buy products and they're good at that that's important to know don't think that what I'm saying is that these algorithms, these devices, these companies are totally in the blind. No, they are more and more and more each day becoming more and more and more efficient at exactly that, at prediction, at getting to know you, at choose, at at influencing you, manipulating you, capturing you. But it also is like a train that's come off the tracks because it's not guided. I mean, that's it's getting... You could say individuals, companies are getting better, more efficient at having exact effects that they want. But at the same time, it's getting there, it's getting better at that by use of tools that are completely unknown to anyone, such as AI. One of the problems with AI is that it is very difficult to know exactly how it came up to what it came up to. When you set an AI algorithm, you say, read the internet, go and look over as much of it as you can, and then it does that, and then you ask it a question, I'm sorry, excuse me, I got, uh, sorry about that, and then you ask it a question, it... <laughs> What just happened there? Was that AI? Anyway, something's notifying me of something. Um, wanted to stop me right there. No, I'm kidding. So, look at that. It, what if it meant to? Wait, no, sorry. I know, I know, too much. Okay, so look. Those AI algorithms, after they read the whole internet, you can ask it a question. You can be, you say, well, what's the best use of nuclear energy? It's not necessarily going to... I've kind of seen some of these demonstrations of how these supercomputers do this stuff and what it kind of answers it does give you. Of course, it's going to be a computified one. It's going to be, you're going to have a, a calculated one. It's going to say, okay, well, here's the pros, here's the cons, here's these people's opinions, here's those people's opinions, here's the graphs, here's the stats, here's what happens if you go with this technology, here's what goes with that technology. I mean, it's going to give you all of this information. And if you were to go, so, so you got this big report, and say that somebody hands you that report. And you're like, you're looking through it. And you, but you ask yourself, you say, well, who made this report? Like, who put this together? I'd like to know that, right? I mean, you would on any fucking report, right? And so then you go and you ask the company that gave you that. Hey, uh, how did you guys, who, who put this together? You say, well, the, the, the AI did. You're like, oh, okay, so like, um, uh, who's that? Like, uh, wait, sorry. Can't ask that, right? No. Doesn't have a social. Um, okay, so can it, like, can you tell me where it got the information? They're gonna say, well, 
I mean, we could give you like our beta files or whatever this basically no nope can't help you with that because we don't have it that we asked it to read the internet that's how it got it oh oh well I suppose that that might matter right in the re as far as the the weight of the report you know if you have a report that comes from it doesn't matter where it comes from right you're gonna want to know where it comes from I mean it what I mean is it doesn't matter it matters like completely like you you have in the report of any cut whatever it is on anything if you don't know the source of the report how does it matter to you what it says it can't you'd be like this is a fucking lie clearly well you know wait no it's the truth oh you guys are debating that well go and find out well you can't because nobody knows where the report came from I mean that's what's going on here you have to understand this the designers of these algorithms it's kind of easy to understand you design an algorithm to design algorithms to make the algorithms that you put in the devices more effective at certain goals it goes and tries to build those algorithms and it builds them that is not built by us that's built by that's algorithms building algorithms and then you go to try and ask about the information that came out you can't get it because you can't ask an AI I mean you can ask it right you could program it to be able to be asked but the trouble is is that like every time you do say like say you do that you're putting a restriction on it like you want to say well, you're gonna to want to define each and every website you got you, you know could you imagine an AI algorithm that and you you don't understand the speeds the speeds our calculated our calculation abilities are just it's it is way more phenomenal than I'm quite sure that you have an idea of I mean, we're not talking about a lake we're not talking about an ocean you know we're talking way bigger than that like this is our calculation abilities is you know it's like trillions and trillions and trillions of calculations per millisecond like you don't it's hard to wrap your it's like trying to understand the, the size of the universe it's it's difficult but that's our current capability and what we're doing with those calculation abilities is we're pumping them into making better algorithms to make better calculations more quickly and all this so could you imagine say you know how at the end of the book you got an index list, you got a, you, you, and then you got all the, uh, the, the sites, you know, the, um, your cited, uh, you know, where you got all your information from. Could you imagine the length of that, um, I, I can't believe this, this is escaping my mind right now, the name of that at the end of the book, or is it sometimes beginning, listen, I, I'm so digitized, I, I kind of forget. Um, you cite your material, your, your original sources and all this. And could you imagine the length of that list if you asked an algorithm that searched the entire internet? Okay, the, 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 where, where you get your, where it got its information is going to be larger than the information itself by far. So what would you then need to do? Like, I mean, how would you get to the bottom of Oh, where did this information really come from? 
it's too large. You can't encapsulate it in your mind at once. It's too much. Um, you'd spend like a, you know, you get a 15-page report and ask where'd you get all the info, and that thing would be like, it'd take you five years to read. Because it was like every website on the internet. Like, it was everywhere. And then, of course, there's the question, well, where did all of those sites get its information and all this, you know? And, of course, these algorithms have, I'm sure, ways of, like, determining, you know, what what, what obviously is, um, you know, false information. Or, you know, like, if it's trying to say that when you throw a ball, it goes behind you when you throw it forward. Like, it's going to say, no, nah, it doesn't roll... All the other sources on the internet does, does, never says that. Like, that's, that's it's very, like, unlikely. That's false info. You know, it's going to determine shit like that. Or, you know, you say you, you drop a ball and it goes up. Like, it's going to be like, nah, that's not physics. You know, it doesn't it doesn't work. So that's, I'm sure that that would put, the algorithm itself would put that information in that probably inaccurate uh, box, right? Anyway, so this is what is amazing is that, okay, not only... Do we have these algorithms that are basically getting so advanced that they're, you know, technically unknowable? They are untraceable, in a way. Because they're so vast and things, it's a really complicated issue there. Also, so there's that. There's also the factor that the companies themselves that are building these things are not interested in having you know this stuff. I wonder why they might stop making money because you're like, hey, I don't want to be manipulated. So they're not going to advertise to you. So like, you gotta, you gotta hope that somebody leaks stuff like that. Uh, there's another though. I believe it's the uh... yeah. So not not in every. It's okay. So it's from the algorithms, the AI itself, to the. The companies themselves that have no interest in letting you know any of this. Two, then one other is that even those companies don't know how their own shit works. Okay? Like, you could ask the president of Twitter, like, how does this work? He could give you a generalized idea. He can't tell you what a certain tweet's going to do. He can't say even how it functions. He couldn't build the network if you asked him to. Not in a million years. This, these are things that are so mighty and so powerful. And in the beginning of the show, it did say an amazing thing. It said, you know, when we deploy these products out in the world, they go and do what? They put thoughts in people's minds that would have not otherwise been there. They affect their movement, which would have not otherwise happened. You know, such as scrolling your finger or going to the store or not to buy that Johnson Johnson. That you're, they are effectively changing the world. The power that is involved with this stuff is so gigantic that it's, I mean, it's it's bound to rock the system. And it's not surprising to me then why people do feel that something is afoot, that oh something's coming to a head, things are changing, everybody's changing. I want to mention, I don't know if you've been listening, following me lately, but few episodes ago I was talking about how I don't know what's going on people are acting like robots around me well you know I, I'm relieved to watch this social dilemma because today because it, it's like oh yeah duh no shit no wonder 
Okay, look, this is the way to put it. No wonder people are acting like robots around me and that I was ha- I was getting depressed. I just about stopped my podcast over it. I should not be surprised that it feels like people are acting like programs and people are acting like robots around me when they are. And uh, you know what? I'm not doing any good right there. I'm going to have to hit do not disturb apparently and uh, let somebody know they can't be calling me like that when I hit hang up. I'm trying to do my podcast right now. I'm recording it through my phone and look, I got to get take a little power back here. I have to. Social Dilemma, I think that's if you watch the thing, that's one of its main points. And you know what? I've been feeling like I've been losing that. I've been feeling like things have been getting out of control. Not only in my life, but in others. And in fact, mostly in others. That's what's making me feel like mine's getting out of control because I can see that even if I change, even if I make major adjustments in my life, it will have no effect on those around me. They are disinterested. They are not interested. I was starting to get depressed starting to get fatalistic about it and you know why and here you know I'm reminded I watch this social dilemma again and I see that oh yeah duh like I don't need to take this personally at all and the reason why is this you guys are being programmed you guys are stuck to programs all day where well I don't know where's your eyes been lately you're you're being programmed not only so why, why would I be surprised that you're acting like a program? Like, now here's the kicker of it. You're not being programmed by Twitter or Google or Facebook. You're being programmed by their supercomputers that are doing machine learning that is advancing at an exponential rate. Do you understand this? We are in trouble. We're in trouble. This is why Stephen, people from Stephen Hawking to Elon Musk to Bill Gates have said that, you know what, we're summoning the demon. We are bringing in the end. What's interesting is that, you know what, I'm, I'm still addicted. I'm still addicted and I still want to pursue it. I still want to do my podcast. On what? My phone. I still want to check my email. Yep. Do I still want to call my girlfriend on the thing? Yep. Do I want to, um, let's see, advance my show? Do I want to hit more share buttons? Yep. Let's see. Um, I want to, uh, let's see, what's the next? Let's see. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, it's true. I, it's all here, and, I, and I, I'm addicted to, and I like it, and I don't want to stop. And so I can't think that, you know, I want people to hear my podcast. I'm competing against supercomputers for your attention. I imagine the supercomputer is going to win out. I mean, if you are hearing this today, man, it's a fucking miracle. Because you're not supposed to. You're supposed to be listening to whatever. Not me. I'm I'm nobody. So, I don't have a supercomputer that is specifically trained, specifically designed to capture your attention from who? uh, Anybody else. They just want yours. And they want to take it from any of it. If you notice how each app on your phone, it kind of has a certain level of addiction, right? And then certain ones are better than others, and you, you kind of tend to go to that one more. <laughs> that one's designed a little better at, at addicting you. So I think that this is important to get out there for a number of reasons. 
Wait, well, let me just keep going with my thought there, because I, I need to probably address why I still keep moving forward with this. For example, uh, Elon Musk, he just came out with, I think, you know, this is going to it's going to change things. Maybe we're addicted to that. We are actually, I know. We're addicted to anything new. If it's new, you, you're addicted. Okay, I, you can look into that. If it's if it's new, <laughs> anyway, there's this robot, a Tesla bot. I mean, it's a human. It's a humanoid, they call it, but it's, you know, it's going to do, he said it within two years, and he, he's always kind of, anyway, he always kind of has a little, you know, optimistic uh, product um, uh, deployment dates, but he says that this thing, if you say, you know, take this screw, this screw and screw it into that wall right there, right there, and it'll do it. And you say, you know, go to the grocery store and get me some celery and, you know, whatever, and it'll go do it and bring it back. Like, in two years, okay? He said, no, we can do it, and here's that. I mean, it makes sense. He said, you know, this, our cars, they can drive on their own. They don't need no driver, and they're doing really good at it. That car has to know its world to be able to do that, and it does. So why don't we just put that in the head of a humanoid thing, and then off we go. He's right, and we're there. You've seen the AI car. Have you, you've seen the driverless cars. If you haven't, go do a search. Um, and then, you know, that means you're going to have walking robots very soon. And uh, so this Tesla bot, for example, and I'm trying to address my thing about me still moving forward in this stuff. For example, if Elon Musk would hire me today as one of the members of the team to work on that robot, I'd fucking do it right now. Why? Because I'm fascinated. I, I my, my number one movie of all time, I mean, I was sunk into Hollywood and technology and robotics and stuff with Terminator. When I saw that, I don't know what it was about that movie, but I think what it was is that I felt that, you know what, this is coming. Well, and I do, actually. I, I've had my whole life to think about this. Um, I do know what caught me about that. It was the consciousness question. When I was like five, you know, actually, I think I saw it first time when I was like six or seven. It came out in... I was born in 81, it came out in 84. Um, but I probably was maybe five, six, seven. And I... But I remember asking myself when I first saw it, is that robot thinking? Is it like alive? Like, obviously, people made that robot. Is it, like, is it alive, you know? I mean, when I was that young, I don't even know that I knew that movies were just a movie, right? I mean, I was wondering, is that thing even, is that thing thinking? Because it looks like it's thinking. It shows you shots of inside its head, you know? It's going, it's scanning the environment and stuff, and you're seeing code go by the screen, and it's like, oh, that thing's alive, I think. Or is it? Is it not? You know, it's like, this is an incredible question. I've been hooked on it ever since. And you know why? Well, because... Look, I'm going to have to do a very in-depth episode about consciousness here soon. Um, you know, that's what captured me. And I can see that uh, Tesla bot might be the first Terminator. 
Well, you know how things worked out in that movie. I mean, if you've seen it. It's not that great. It's, it's, <laughs> we kind of create our own demise. Here it is. I'm doing a whole podcast about the dangers of this technology. Yet, if Elon said you're hired, I'd be right there right now. I, I don't, I honestly don't have a good, I mean, I, all right, my fast way to just try to like justify that is to say, I'm just fascinated. And the reason why is because we just don't really have textbooks on what consciousness is. I mean, we, we barely do. We got a shitload of books on everything else just about. We just don't have much on that one. And I think that if we, well, why do I want that? Well, you know, honestly, I don't know. I don't know, but it does definitely blow my mind to think, because I'm an artist, I sketch. Could you imagine what it would be like if you asked me, okay, you just sketched that, that, that guy there on that, on that page. What if I could make him walk off that page and start talking to you, Josh? Would you, would you let me do it? You're like, fuck yeah, dude. What are you talking about? Why don't you do it? Like, yeah. What are you, what are you talking about? Great. Yeah, man, I only ask my own drawing what it thinks. It'd be great. That's what it is. It's there. It's that. It's that. That's what it is. So I'm fascinated. I'm in deep. I'm sunk, you know? I, I'm, I'm... So that's why... And, you know, all my life, because I was so captured by this, I was one of the first kids in school to get a Game Boy at the time. I mean, this was... We did not... Cell phones didn't exist. They did not exist. There was home phones. The internet didn't exist at the time. I got a Game Boy in my pocket, a handheld screen. It's, you know, it's like a big bulky cell phone kind of. But, you know, it played all the Mario games and, the, you know, Tetris and all these things. And, of course, I was the, one of the more popular kids in school because I, I had one of the first ones. I mean, it was great. And I knew that I ended up actually tearing that thing apart because I, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, what? How does, what is in there that makes this thing do this? I got to know what's in there. I tore it apart. Man, my stepmom wanted to kill me. Anyway, I, uh... <clears throat> so, years later here, we <laughs> I knew all this stuff was coming. And as, I, I've been trying to say this all my life. And you know what? No one's been interested. No one. People are like, look, man. Don't you, oh, he's going off on his AI kick again. Well, all right, I'm doing it again right now. Check it out. You know, anybody you're listening now? No? All right. Check back in five years if we're still here. I mean, I don't, that's how I really feel. You know, this stuff coming to a head thing. Okay, one thing is this about that. We are under attack right now, currently. Major warfare going on. I don't know that you're aware of that. It's called cyber. I mean, you've heard it. It's going on right now. Our major, Facebook just got shut down yesterday for six hours. This is two days after finding out that Facebook knowledgeably, consciously, and purposefully deploys apps into the world that affect children's lives, make suicide rates increase, mess up societies, and that they purposefully know that and are purposefully doing that. Consciously, they're aware, they know what's going on, they've been doing it. Now, is that illegal or not? I mean, you know, you, you, your software is clearly killing people, 
and you're selling it and you're making a profit and you know that's what's happening okay here's the thing I forgot earlier this is the quote on the screen there's only two industries that say that the people that consume their products are users <laughs> I bet you can guess which two the dr illicit drug industry and social media we're users that's our definition that's our name at the top of the profile if they don't have your actual name and trust me they got a profile on you probably 15 or more I don't know how the hell that works exactly but it's a lot there's another statistic that was looked at which has certainly got to be true Google knows you on average and that means you and everyone around you more than your own mama does more than your own mothers do I mean this is a data set that was looked at they looked at they did a you know a study the study easily proves out to show that Google knows each and every one of us far better than any one single of our mothers know us. I mean, it, you know, still I want to go help build the Tesla bot. I don't know what's wrong with me either. I mean, what's wrong with you when you can't, you know, you get up in the morning and you can't even... You can't even make it to the bathroom without checking your notifications. Or once you take it with you and you check it when you're sitting on the seat. Like, I mean... It's not... You know, it's like... One, you know, Okay, so let's talk about users. One thing about drug users is that they're slightly rare. They're, they're not necessarily the majority. You're, you're kind of dealing with... Like, that guy... You know, and you can you can clearly see the health effects. You can clearly see that you know the the social effects or this or that or the things that are destructive about it. And then you know they got some programs and different things. You you, you kind of send them off, send them away. The users that is in this industry. Who did I just say? Everyone's mothers. So all of us. So you can't talk about a user or yourself or your mom or anyone in a stigmatic kind of way. You can't because they're it's all of us. That's how big this is. And I don't know that anyway, I don't really know how okay. Uh, I, is this does this sound out of line? I, it seems to me that there's a lot more warnings going on out there lately, and that some of them are specifically about these things. That you know these have potentials to cause real disruptions, real real pain, maybe real loss of life, and that we kind of need to do something about it. Well, to be honest with you, that is parkour. That is obvious. You don't start a fucking shuttle. Or, 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 or invent cars and start building roads and put them out without some sort of regulation. You don't do it. But right now, you know, who runs Facebook? Well, you know, Mark. I mean, this is, we, there's things that we have to grapple with as a society. And the thing that's hard about that is that we're not society. 
we're individuals. I mean, I'm not society. It'd be great, right? If I could just like flip a switch and fix. I can't. I, I can't not go through all of you. We all have to agree on things. And this is the challenge. And these, you know, so we all have to agree on things uh, about things that impact us all that are more powerful than they've ever been and getting more powerful every single day. And this is why people like Stephen Hawking and stuff said that, you know, the invent the the the, the ad, advent of of general artificial intelligence may spell spend the spell the end of the human race. I mean, a genius like Stephen Hawking, you know, some people argue if he's a genius or not, but anyway, um, you know. His great mind come up with string theory and stuff. He also predicts that, yeah, you know, you guys deploy AI generally out in the world, you, it might be the end. <laughs> it's that, that easy for him to say. He's like, yeah, you know, there's smart people, Elon Musk, all kinds of people. So anyway, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm concerned, I'm scared, but you know what? Let's say, I, you can probably hear it in my voice. I feel a little more uppity in this one because... I just saw the social dilemma. A tremendous amount of weight was just taken off my personal shoulder shoulders that would have not been taken off my personal shoulders unless I watched this film today. Because I would still be sitting here without that crucial little piece of information that, Josh, this isn't personal. Just because the people around you are acting like programs, acting like robots, acting like they don't have opinions, or, or if they do have opinions, they're just stuck in them. Well, yeah... Their, their attention is being competed for over me capturing their attention by supercomputers. It's not difficult to see how that might happen. It's not difficult to see that I, I should not somehow not expect that to happen. That is what I should expect to happen. And oh, it is happening. Now, unless I had been reminded, I think, like I said, maybe for seeing the social dilemma a second time, I would just not, I'd still be feeling depressed. I actually feel kind of hopeful now because it just, okay, take that pile of bricks off. It's not personal, Josh. It's not that you suck so bad like you're sitting back thinking. It's that you can't hope to compete against supercomputers for people's attention. You can't. And you can't expect the society around you to not become polarized when you have algorithms that are polarizing them that are made from supercomputers that are doing the shit. You know, I bet that that social media film has saved, literally saved a lot of people's lives. Literally. Because, for example, one of the things that came out with this Facebook study two days ago, three days ago, and then now Facebook goes down for six hours, you know, and two days later. Anyway... Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I, I got thinking about how much money he lost. It, I heard it. It was something like, you know, and just, it was like billions of dollars in seconds. You know, you take fo- Facebook down for, for like 10 seconds, it's like a lot of money, man. You got no idea how much money. Anyway, um, so you imagine what six hours would do. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, I lost my, I lost where I was at there, but, you know, it's like, I just, okay, I'm, yeah, yeah, saving lives, it's, 
this this film must have because there's no way that the effect that just being reminded of this and seeing this again today and the the, the effect it had on my, how I'm feeling today hasn't happened to other people out there. And in one of the studies that was done with this Facebook here recently, this kind of thing has been blown off. There's a leaker, you know, she's come out with all these documents from Facebook that clearly show that they are aware of destructive, even life-destroying, fatal numbers of what their product does to societies and culture, and they're still selling it and banking. You know, they're just taking those checks, just taking those checks. Oh, you know, we're, getting, we're about to see some things get rowdy with this, but I will say this. Uh, you know, one of those stats is that uh, pre-teen, pre-teen girls, since I believe it was 2012 on, their suicide rate, which was almost none, has gone up by like, I for, it was a lot. It's, it's, it's jumping. Can you imagine that? Pre-children, pre-teenage children committing suicide. And that there's a connection between, like, Twitter and Facebook and, you know, all these networks. And then you have um, just teenagers. I believe teenage girls, of course, as well. I mean, they got the charts for all of it. But just that uh, teenagers, you know, not preteen, that since 2010-11... Their suicide rates have just been skyrocketing, way more than the preteens. But it's crazy for the preteens because that almost was non-existent. Now it's 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 definitely not non-existent. So I mean, we <laughs> we're being affected. People don't understand that AI runs the world today, and I think that that's why things are happening so quickly. We're working with technologies that on their own, on their own, are advancing in power, stability, robustness, all these, at an exponential rate. Our brains are not evolving exponentially. It's not going to happen. That's why Elon's doing Neuralink and stuff. That's a whole other thing. But I, I mean, we just, you know what? The reason I want to do this podcast is really, I knew... I could see that things are going to be just dialing up. There's going to be things happening faster. There's going to be bigger and bigger consequences. They cost more and more and more. And people are going to have to combat things more and more. Regulations are going to need to put in. Things are going to have to be said. A lot of disinformation is going to start being out there. You're going to start having tons of fake news. You're going to start having tons of fake accounts. You're going to have to start to have fake video that is indistinguishable from real video. Deep fake. You're going to have a exhaustion of truth. You're going to need a guy doing a podcast. So I'm here for you. Anyway, thanks for being here for me. I got to go. It's giving me red all over my screen. I think it's... I don't know why. Oh, 60 seconds. Yeah, I'm out. Clock's up. I ran the thing out of space. Thanks for being here, you guys. I love you. Come back. Welcome again to the Josh Tyler Podcast. Okay, bonus today is, you know what, um, just keep coming back because I swear to God and the AI and the aliens that um, 
it'll be worth it. Thanks.